Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 1-866-GUY-RIZZY to learn. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The world ended, the game ended. That one will tie the record, and Jobert has blasted another. 18 runs for the Tigers. There it is. And for the first time since 2009, and seventh overall, the Tigers can say we are champions. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we appreciate Pat Bradley, PB, joining us in studio in the past hour. And going to have a a wide-open 2 o'clock hour, which I know we're going to get to Trigger Tuesday also have what's trending in the world of sports as we'll dive into that. So we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Been talking some College World Series, and now that that's officially closed, college sports-wise, next big thing is going to be football. So SEC Media Days will be here before we know it, which is crazy to think just... We are technically, I guess, what, four days from now? We hit the midway point of the year, exactly? Like, six months in? Oh, yeah. It's insane how fast this year's gone by. And I think I have to say that every like, time. Yeah, it happens like that this time every year, but the years just keep flying by, it seems like, altogether. It's wild. Like, you're, you're talking about where... I just... I don't even know what to say to it. It's just wild. Every time I check my watch, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's about to be July. Like we're about to have July 4th next week. We're about to have the fireworks celebration and, and all of that, which I know uh, Trent Daniel, who's come in studio with us many times, he's big into uh, doing a lot of, with the firework business, so he's been sending me some uh, snaps on Snapchat and been texting me a little bit about it, and he's enjoying it, but uh, he <laughs> he's uh, saying it's a lot of work, too. So i gotta I got to figure out, because uh, I'm going to be off next week, May may bring ba- may bring down some fireworks uh, down to the beach and, and light them off for the for the holiday there on Tuesday. You better know be the laws fun. there. Uh-huh. Make sure it's uh, not against the law. What? There's laws there on the beach down in Destin? I thought there was no laws when you got white claws. Isn't that what they say on the on the commercial? Yeah, no, I trust me. There's probably, uh, if they see somebody even light a firework, you're probably, uh, they're coming after you pretty quickly too. So, uh, but yeah, that's next week. July starts up and uh, again, the SEC Media Days will be in the third week of July and We'll have all the coverage down there, and then fall camp will be here, and training camp, and all that fun stuff. So, uh, it's I guess it's a good thing if you're looking for just the football season starting up that the year is moving very fast. So hopefully it really hits turbo mode, and football will be here before you know it. I know a lot of people are hoping for that. A lot of news though for the off season. Oh yeah, NBA free agency, NBA summer league, uh, NFL training camps will start at the end of next month. So. Before we even get to some of the fall camps for college football, we'll have NFL camps and preseason. So it's uh, it seems like also all of that time off is getting shorter. So did they, speaking of, did they confirm it? I saw the report. Is it going to be the Jets and Hard Knocks this year? 
I saw that again circulated uh, a bit. I hadn't heard, hadn't heard who was going to be on Hard Knocks. Okay, because I got a text from a buddy who, this was yesterday, actually, while I was at the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament, and he's saying, congrats to your Jets on getting Hard Knocks. And I was like, man, I feel like that would get a few notifications from like ESPN if the Jets were getting Hard Knocks. Yeah. But uh, apparently, according to the New York Post, because I just Googled it, it says, the Jets are bracing for an appearance on the 2023 uh, edition of Hard Knocks. So it's not been confirmed, but it looks like reports are saying that it the Jets will be the pick. Well, they want teams that are going to be interesting in some kind of appeal. And with Aaron Rodgers' first season there, of course the NFL would love for the Jets to be that team. And that's why they say they're bracing for an involuntary Hard Knocks assignment. Because there are a lot of teams that don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, this would be the second time the Jets have done it. And I remember watching the first time, and to me, I haven't, I'm not going to sit here and say I've watched every single season of Hard Knocks ever, but it was so entertaining because with Rex Ryan being the coach at that time and, and you know, having some of the most famous quotes of, you know, uh, let's go get a snack, you know, that, that, that whole thing uh, came from Hard Knocks. And it was pretty entertaining, and that was when Darrell Rivas was holding out and he got to see the behind the scenes. So there's all just, and that's with every team, but I, I just remember that with the Jets. But now it, it's almost a completely different thing because now it's, you talk about Aaron Rodgers being there and uh, a lot of young players. And if, I'm, if it ends up being the Jets, I'm for sure going to watch it. But I would just be so fascinated on how Aaron Rodgers not only is working with the Jets, but then knowing the back of quarterback situation, knowing. Oh, they said Zach Wilson has been looking great, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, because uh, uh, what, what was it that Zach Wilson said, whoever they bring in, that uh, he's not. He, better, uh, he said something to. I'm going to make their life hell or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. like that. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers, in one of the press conferences, he's, they were. They kind of got on the subject of talking about Zach Wilson, and he was like, yeah, Zach has been great, and. Uh, have to let you guys know that he hasn't made my life life hell so far. So, yeah, they uh, he he joked about it, right? Yeah, well, and just uh, I'm sure in the most Aaron Rodgers way of joking about it too. So, well, if it ends up being the Jets, I'll watch it. I mean, of course, just being a Jets fan, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. But uh, yeah, this happened in 2010 because that was the year they were coming off of the AFC Championship appearance in which they lost to the Colts. I believe, or no, that was the Steelers that they lost to in 09, See, right? at that time, they didn't have probably some of these same rules in place because of teams trying to avoid hard knocks. And if you're a team that's made the playoffs in the past five seasons, then you're able to avoid it. And uh-huh. so at that time, like you're talking about, if they were just coming off an AFC championship, then they, they could have avoided it if those rules would have been in place at the time. Yeah, because I know it's adjusted, and because uh, now they have the mid-season hard knocks too, uh, that they that they always do. But that doesn't get announced or assigned till way later, right? As far as who they're going to be following in the middle of the season. Yeah, during the season. During the season. Yeah, because of the Cardinals this past year, right? Yep. yep. Didn't watch a second of it. I did not either. I can't. But I, then again, I didn't watch much of the hard knocks in general. Well, the the difference being that uh, in season hard knocks is streaming only. Oh. Now. Hard Knocks, that's HBO, and of course it's going to be on Max. But in season is streaming only, so people that normally would watch on HBO, it's going to be hard for, not hard for them to find, but if they're not always streaming, they're probably not used to it not being there, and so they're not going to look for it. It's going to be streaming on HBO, or on Max. On Max, on Max yeah. Yeah, that's it changes a lot of things. Like even people today, uh, I have friends of mine that uh, if it was on TV, they'd probably watch it because it's streaming. And not that it's difficult to find; it's really not that. But it's just still, when you get so used to watching TV in a certain way and, and tuning in in a certain way, you just kind of get used to it. That's all it is. Uh, a few people though on the Asher Record Life fan feedback. Uh, Lee says, "Jake, why do you not like Skeen so much?" I don't know who's Jake, but it says a uh, Jake that calls in. Oh, okay. Because I, I guess uh, I thought he was talking about somebody that called in because that was Stat that called in earlier. But, okay. So Jake says, he says, why do you like not like Skeen so much? I love the pirate look. And it was cool watching him carry his catcher out there. Pigskin did throw some hate around, and I agreed with Kevin. You don't have to cheer for another team if you don't like them, but it is okay. Respect them in their accomplishment. Had a great team vibe and got that timely hits. That wasn't Kevin. That was Kyle. Okay. so Kyle Sutherland. <laughs> all right. Putting it together. All right. So there uh, he said, had a great team vibe and... 
Got timely hits when it mattered. Jake also said he's not a generational talent. Come on, bud. Love you, Jake, but he's safe on the road. Thanks for the awkward thumbs up at Twin Peaks on Friday, John. So, yeah, no problem, Lee. Thanks for coming by. Uh, yeah, because uh, I know that I got to listen to a little bit of the show yesterday. And, but, and maybe that is a different Kevin that he's referring to. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, Lee. But, but, but Kyle, Kyle did mention how um, with LSU that he has a certain respect for them. So as far as them winning, it's, it's like what, what can you really do when a team wins a championship, you might not like it, and that's all you can do. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. They're going to be celebrated as champs for forever. I mean, they're cemented in history at this point. Yeah, I hate LSU baseball, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they didn't deserve it. I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, you know oh, they were cheating or you know or that it's that's illegitimate. Nothing like that. It's they were the best team, and I think that what maybe makes me feel a little bit better about an LSU team winning it compared to what it was with a Mississippi State or with an Ole Miss, is one, LSU's won it many times before. Like, they're one of the best baseball programs in the country overall. Like, Texas is in there for sure. I know UCLA's had a lot of success. USC. USC, uh, yeah, USC for sure. And so, they're in the mix right there. But the thing about, like, Ole Miss and Mississippi State is you felt like, at least as a Razorback fan, that not only did you have a program that was on par, but you felt like you were better than and the talent was very close. They just put it all together at the right times, and that's what made it so hurtful. LSU, they had the most talent. They had the pitching. They had the hitting. They had the transfers. They had the recruiting. And they had the expectation, and they accomplished that. So it wasn't like that they just came out of nowhere and got hot at the right time. Like They were a great team. And so that's just one of the things that I will always respect about particular teams in sports, especially college sports, where – if you have the most talent, if you got great coaching, if you have to wear the expectation preseason, especially if it's like, hey, you're, you're preseason number one, you, you got to win a championship, and you follow through with that, that's a lot of respect that I got to give because there's so many teams that fall short of that or let the pressure take on too much of them and end up crumbling. But well, LSU, man, they took care of it. As any sport, yeah, it's you. You have to be able to. Uh, finish the job at, at hand and some teams do it and others don't so are the teams that don't accomplish it they are they looked at as failures some people will say that they feel like it is a failure because they have so much talent but in the end it just shows that it's a hard process to to go through and complete the job in the end it's, oh, yeah. it's not anything that's guaranteed nothing's going to be given you can look like the best team on paper but you still have to go play the games and win. I'm on the field. Yeah, and when you accomplish both, when you won the preseason and you won postseason, uh, that makes it even more special. So I get it. I totally get it. I don't like LSU, but I, I respect them. And I just still, it cracks me up the amount of hosses they got on that team and uh, with the job that they were able to do and being consistent with it, too. Uh, let's go to the phone line. Shane's in Benton. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. I'm just trying to get an update on the. Have y'all heard anything about Makai Mitchell? Is he is he going to be ready for next year or what? I mean, the latest that we heard, in fact, uh, we'll have some audio to play from Eric Musselman here in a little bit, but uh, there is, as far as an injury that's going to keep him out for the year, no, there, there's nothing about that. In fact, Musselman, only injury he alluded to was there was a player, didn't mention names, that was dealing with a groin injury. But besides that, there was nothing talked about, nothing alluded to as far as him missing the year. I know it's been speculation, but I have not heard anything concrete on that. And I, I, midfield and battle. Uh, I heard that there's some uh, that, that they may not make it academically or something like that. Or what is it? I mean, I, I've I've heard that too, and I it's tough because I'm not gonna sit here and say it's not true because I it's not like I know. But if they're practicing, which is what they're doing, those guys are practicing. Those guys do have their numbers. They are on the official roster. Then. I feel I have hard pressed to kind of think that there's any issues. They wouldn't be allowing him to practice or allowing them to be on the team and go through their summer workouts and all that if they had issues of not being eligible. Uh, that, that's how I look at it, at least. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it, Shane. Uh, I mean, I've heard we've been hearing about Makai Mitchell for a while and speculation on him, but again, Musk had an opportunity to talk to the media today, and people asked about Trevor Brazil and injuries and everything, and. 
Nothing was mentioned about Makai or any player. Some of those things are going to be kept in-house until you have to put it out there. And hopefully, you know, you think they want to get things solved to the point where they don't ever have to put it out there. Yeah, you don't want it to be that case. In fact, uh, since it was brought up about uh, Eric Musselman, here's what he had to say about Trevin Brazil and the progress that he's making. And it sounds very promising for what Brazil's been able to do this offseason. If he would have stayed healthy, you know, I think he would have been in the green room, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, you know it, was a, it was a devastating injury for him and our team. You know, certainly he's got an incredible future ahead of him. Uh, rehab is going great. Um, you know, I don't like to use the term, you know, way ahead of schedule because with us, the schedule is going to stay the same no matter what. The strength, the testing, um, he's in a great spot. Um, but we're not going to rush him back. We are going to get him ready to play in November, and uh, that's all we're focused on. But I will tell you, he did run the mile with our team, and he beat some guys. Uh, He made his time the very first time he ran the mile, and uh, I I think if if a head coach is telling you that he ran the mile and and, and beat some players and, and, and made his time, uh, the first time that that that's a really really good sign. So you got to feel good about the conditioning that not only he's in and being able to beat some of the players that are already on the team that weren't have weren't having to deal with season-ending injuries this past year. But uh, as far as Musselman says, again, not trying to say he's ahead of schedule when it comes to injuries, but uh, looking really good for Trevin Brazil to be completely totally on course to make a full recovery and be ready to go by the time the season starts. Well, this is one of the players that they had in mind coming into this season. It's going to be probably the focal point of the offense, and now you bring in a lot of transfers, and that's the player you want to surround a lot of this talent around him and make the ball play through him. Do you think that there's some truth to what he said about if Brazil was healthy this year, he would have been a green room player? He would have been there? Yeah, he was on that that pace and that projection from what we saw earlier in the season now you never know how the season would have played out if he would have continued to play at a high level that way but the small sample size that we saw then yeah he was on pace to be one of those players yeah he had the upside for it all assuming that he would have gotten better as the season gone has gone on which I think we all can assume but another player that I thought uh you know must going into and talking about speaking of Devo Davis and, and the return that he had and not only him coming back for another year, but also in the fact that Devo returning for another year, things that he may need to work on to get better at if he wants to get drafted in next year's NBA draft. You know, in Devo's situation, I think that, you know, he's, you know, trending in the right direction. You look at his three-point shooting last year, his percentage, and he's made drastic, drastic improvements from three. Um, you know, came in as, a, as an elite dribble driver, um, you know, and has now evolved into uh, one of the best three-point percentage shooters and volume three-point shooters in our league. Um, so I think there's been incredible growth with with Devo uh, in an area that that is important for him uh, at the next level. I think everybody understands that Devontae is as good a defender as there is in college basketball. Rebounds his positions, got great versatility. He's played anywhere from the one to the four for us. Um, so certainly, I think that that area uh, of three-point shooting, he addressed it last year, and and now the key will be to have consistency and try to improve on some really really good numbers from three that he that he had last year. So Musk lays it out for Devo, and and knowing that he, it's from what it sounds like there at least, the three-point shooting, of course, was incredible, and the jump at least that he made sounds like he's just about this close to where if he can find that consistency in his shot and in his offensive game he he will be a player that teams legitimately look at in drafting next year but maybe that was the thing that people were not so high on saying hey if he gets to this point if he gets better at this then he will be an NBA draftable player next year he made an impression on scouts with it now they originally saw Devo for his defense and that was probably his strength that he brought to the game but we saw that he did get better as a shooter, a scorer, and that kind of opened some eyes for some scouts. And we know that Devo puts in the work in the gym. That's something that he's always working on is his shot. So that only makes him a complete player. And at his size, the length that he has, the way he's able to defend, 
it makes him appealing for NBA teams. Yeah, I, I really hope he gets drafted. I really hope that he has a great year and is is able to continue to increase his offensive game because, as Musk said, you know how great he is at defense. He's going to have a lot of talent around him and a lot of competition because this year, it's you know I guess this past season, it was mainly freshmen and some sophomores. This year's team is pretty much nothing but juniors and seniors, mainly seniors on this team. So quite a quite a change there, but uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, helpful for Devo just to continue to develop his game and get into the gym. Uh, before we take a break, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Dr. J's on. What's up, Dr. J? What's up, guys? Been a little while since I uh, since I talked to y'all, man. Uh, hopefully, y'all are having a great day. Uh, first and foremost, just wanted to give a huge shout out to the greatest franchise in NFL history, the Pittsburgh Steelers. There you go, and Dr. J. Dra- That's right. We had a great draft. We're having a heck of an off season. But a uh, quick question. I don't know if you guys can get to it now or afterwards, but, uh, man, we got a lot of Central Arkansas Arkansas ties in the NBA. Uh, my Charlotte Hornets drafted Nick Smith, uh, you know, Anthony Black. I mean, I, I just want to know, are you guys going to, um, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, spotlight or cover those guys, uh, you know, as summer league approaches and then the NFL season? I mean, I think this may be a time to where we've had the most Arkansas NFL players, man, in a long time. So I just kind of wanted to hear what you guys thought about that, man. Y'all have a great day. All right, appreciate it, Dr. J. Well, uh, I know we'll have a discussion on it, so we're up against it. We'll discuss it on the other side of the break as uh, we're also getting to Trigger Tuesday. But it is a good question, so uh, we'll discuss that and get into a lot more. Again, if you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number. Not only will we talk about things bothering us, we still got to get to what's trending in the world of sports. Going to have your Razor Hog update later in the hour, too. We'll keep it moving here on Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. This is Trey Reed from The Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumelle, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, battery outfitters, and Crater Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's The Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. Center. LSU is your College World Series champion as they dominated Florida, winning 18-4 in the deciding Game 3. LSU has now won seven College World Series in their program history, this one being their first since 2009. In Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani hit his 26th home run to help give the Angels a 2-1 win over the White Sox. His 26th home run put him in the lead for home runs in the majors. Otani is having his best season as a batter as he currently has 65 RBIs while batting 297 with a 379 on on-base percentage. Last year, he had 34 home runs and 95 RBIs in 160 games played. On top of that, he's also 6-3 on the year as a pitcher with a 3.13 ERA. And in some NBA news, former Razorback Audius Tony will play for the Orlando Magic in Summer League along with rookie Anthony Black. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, while you're away, we're pampering your car. We can fix or replace your windshield, even help file the insurance claim. Imagine returning home to a car that has been washed and detailed, plus had an oil change, brake inspection, even a tire rotation. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Fast, secure parking for less than municipal airport parking. Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed, but that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. 
Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. And don't wait for AI to go haywire because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Mosquito Joe has been making outside fun again for Arkansans over 10 years now. People still ask us, do you just do mosquitoes? Why don't you do termites or other bugs? The answer is quite simple. We're not a jack of all trades. We want to be the best mosquito control service, period. You want to keep bugs out of your house? Call an exterminator. You want a nice-looking lawn? Call a lawn care service. You want expert mosquito control? Call Mosquito Joe. Mention you heard us on the buzz for a special discount. Visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Point of parliamentary procedure. Don't screw around. They're serious this time. Take it easy. I'm in pre-law, man. Thought you pre-med. What's the difference? On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. MLB, MLS, so there's soccer on there, combat sports, UFC, boxing, golf, college football futures, NFL futures, and there's already a line for Arkansas, Western Carolina. Arkansas is favored by 34 and a half. USFL football championship is coming up this weekend. You have the Pittsburgh Maulers taking on the Birmingham Stallions. Birmingham is a seven-point favorite. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. So any of the sports that you're looking to wager on, Bet Saracen has it. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We had Dr. J call in asking uh, us a question in the previous segment. So uh, before we got to uh, our uh, Trigger Tuesday, he's asking about the the Pro Hogs and looking at maybe spotlighting some of the guys that got drafted, like Ricky or not Ricky Council. I mean, he'll be a two-way player for the Philly uh, Phillies for the 76ers. But also talking about Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, Nick Smith Jr., where they're at. And the answer to that question is yes, because I. I Said it last week. I feel like with Arkansas having these players drafted, and especially Anthony Black being a lottery pick and Nick Smith being a uh, a first round pick, that's going to bring a lot of Razorback fans that may not have cared about the NBA or may not have watched certain teams in the NBA. They'll start really starting to pay attention to them. So I feel like uh, it'd be remiss to not give everybody updates on how they're coming along and how they're doing. And who knows? Maybe there'll be uh, some of those guys that'll make an immediate impact once the NBA season gets going next year, too. Of course, with Summer League coming up and the schedule out for that, then we're going to be looking for these guys to get their first taste of the NBA and see how they perform from the start. So that'll be an exciting time to see these guys hit the court against some similar talent, young players that are in the NBA. We're talking about some rookie second-year players that will play in Summer League, and we'll see these guys playing against them and 
ESPN has a lot of those games that are televised. Oh, yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see more so how they adapt and maybe how a couple of them or all of them are seamless when it comes to their transition and going through those leagues and uh, playing out in the summer games and all of that. I, I'm going to be curious. In fact, I went on a, a podcast for a guy that does the Orlando Magic and, and covers them. And I was just curious, you know, because it's not like I know a lot of Orlando Magic fans, but going on his podcast and listening to him, who he's a diehard Magic fan, he, he could not be more excited about Anthony Black. And he says the fans are pumped up about Anthony Black, thinking that uh, not just because of them drafting him high and all that, but seeing the intriguing size and, and durability and his passing for being six foot seven and and all of that. So that's I think is also going to be cool just to see the excitement from those fan bases about uh, not just their team, but also a new player that happened to play at Arkansas this past year too. So same thing with Charlotte. Uh, they're going to have some excitement for a couple of players, but you know Nick Smith being one of those guys could really really bring a, a lot of uh, intrigue there too, especially if he shows out in the uh, early part of it and then the summer games as well. Summer league that everybody knows about, they pay attention to, the games that take place in Vegas, and that's July 7th through 17th. But there are also summer league games before that. There's the California Classic, that's July 3rd through 5th, and you have Salt Lake City that happens around that same time, July 3rd through 6th. Now, Charlotte, the Hornets, are playing in the California Classic, so you'll be able to see them early. And uh, they're also playing against the Spurs, so you'll be able to see Victor Wembanyama play against Nick Smith Jr., Brandon Miller, and some of the newest players with the Charlotte Hornets. So get a glimpse of that early. That's July 3rd. All right, so since it is a Tuesday and we always have to talk about what's bothering us, let's go ahead and get into today's Trigger Tuesday. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is a Triggered Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. And I know that uh, things that may be bothering some Razorback fans is just seeing LSU win it. But you know what? I'm not going to go with that. In fact, I'm going to go with something different that I will give a lot of credit to our guy Nathan Monin for the inspiration. Because he, he's not the one that brought it up where I thought about it, but he is the one that just recently... Uh, tweeted at me about it and you know the SEC has been very dominant in college baseball they've won I guess five of the last six World Series titles Uh, we know that they've done a great job in football and in basketball still need to get there in men's but in women's they definitely have done it softball they've done a great job gymnastics track Uh, just across the board the sports scene in the SEC is ahead of its game and ahead of all the other conferences but the thing is, is that when it comes to rooting for other teams in the conference, I never do that for any other sport but football. And Nathan was like, how, how, why do you root for those teams in a championship game? Why do you root for Georgia in a championship game over TCU, but you don't root for LSU or Florida in baseball, or you don't root for Kentucky in basketball? How does that make sense? Well, I look at it as this. And basketball and baseball as a Razorback fan I feel like my school is completely and totally nationally relevant and nationally competitive to where you're you're going up against those teams and recruiting for the same players and having the the same level of talent that's coming in and it makes it that much more competitive where those games have been very heated and also let's be honest in basketball it's a very unique sport because you play everybody once as we talked with PB about so you get to get familiar with those teams a little bit more. And there may be some back and forth. There may be some fans and some experiences that you have to deal with. And that kind of builds up that hatred. But in football, because of the eight-game schedule, because of Arkansas maybe not being to the level where it's like, Arkansas is not losing out on those five-star players that Bama and Georgia or LSU are getting. So it's not like you're fighting for those same players. And also... You don't play everybody every single year. Like, why would I have a problem with Georgia football as a Razorback fan? It's like, you don't play them very often to have any hatred for them. So, again, this is just me. It's not for everybody. I understand everyone's got their own feelings on it. But for me, it just triggers me where it's like you have to either be wall one in or all out the other. You have to be all about the SEC and rooting for them and everything, or you have to root for none of them. 
Like, you know what? There are some teams in football that I root against. Like, I will root against Ole Miss all the time. I'll root against A&M all the time. I'll root against even Missouri all the time. Same thing with Auburn like the, and LSU. There'll be teams I root against, but I don't have to hate everybody, especially if Arkansas doesn't play against them, doesn't have anything to do with them. So that's my thing. I was not rooting for LSU or Florida. Other than uh, Bet Saracen was helping me out on having a rooting interest. But besides that, if it's ever an SEC team in, in ba- basketball or baseball, I am always going to be rooting for the opposing team because I don't want to see any of those teams win in conference. I know it's confusing, but that's just <laughs> for whatever reason. That's how it is for me. And I wish I could explain it, but that's about as good as I can get when it comes to that explanation. It, it almost goes with a thought that I was having here recently with basketball and baseball. Every conversation when you get to the Final Four for basketball, when you get to the College World Series for baseball, it starts with, oh, man, uh, um, you know, hate that Arkansas isn't there, and it's disappointing that Arkansas isn't there. But, and then the conversation starts about the teams that are at the College World Series or are in the the Final Four. And then for football, nobody ever says that. Nobody Mm -hmm. ever says, yeah, college football playoff is coming up, and you hate that Arkansas isn't in it, but... Let's talk about the teams that are in it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You can have conversations about Final Four and College World Series without saying, yeah, really hate that Arkansas isn't there, but, and then go on to talk about the College World Series. I guess it's more of like if you have an expectation where Arkansas was expected to be a College World Series team or, you know, maybe expected to be in the Final Four, flirting with the Final Four. Maybe that's where it comes because Arkansas football, they haven't sniffed the college football playoffs, so maybe that's where it comes from, but... Uh, but, yeah, I think it's getting everybody's got their own perspective on that thing, too. So what triggers me is the thought that Scoot Henderson, which was just drafted by the Blazers, and Dame Lillard can't coexist. So Dame Lillard is the star that's been with the Blazers. And every year we get to a point of talking about him possibly being traded, being moved, not wanting to be with the Blazers. But it seems like Dame is loyal, and he wants to stay there. The team that drafted him. He doesn't care about moving around and trying to chase a championship. It would be meaningful to him to try to win a championship in place there with the Blazers and get the players in place to be able to do it. And they've been close before where they've been in the Western Conference Finals. They're not consistently there, so that's why there's always a lot of talk with people on the outside. They want to see him being moved and being in a position to compete for a championship because he is that caliber of player. He's a superstar. We know that he's really talented, but there's a thought that he and Scoot Henderson can't coexist. And if you have two players, one that we know is a great player, one that looks like he's on par to be a great player, why is that that mentality that these two guys can't coexist? They do play similar styles, play similar games, but if the talent is there on the team, that's only going to add to that team being better altogether with those two players playing together so it it triggers me to think that everybody wants to see Dame being moved simply because Scoot Henderson is there let's let it play out let's see how it works for a season or a couple of seasons and go from there don't just assume because Scoot Henderson is there that now that means Dame Lillard can't be there so I feel like we've seen many times of uh really talented players that may even be similar have made it work out and have done really good by that like it's happened before and I guess I saw a report, too, about Dame uh, saying that he doesn't want to go to a, quote, stacked team. Like, he, he just wants to I think it was like some about he not... He wants it to be organic. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm, I actually respect him for that because, you know, that seems to be a stigma where it's like, oh, well, if you're a good player, but you don't have it going exactly the way you want it to go at the franchise you're at, just jump ship and go to some other team that's already got a lot of talent and then hop on to that. And like, there was the assumption like also because he was meeting with... The uh, front office, the assumption was, okay, he's meeting with front office. Now he's going to demand a trade. That didn't happen. So there are people that are mad in the fact that he didn't demand a trade. The guy's entitled to do what he wants to do with his career. Yeah. I did love the statement from uh, Joe, Joe Cronin, the Blazers general manager. He says, I met with Dame and Aaron Goodwin this afternoon. We had a great dialogue. We remain committed to building a winner around Dame. Very quick and to the point. we got more out of bounds coming up next, so stay with us. 
This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton in their summertime auto loan special. Interest rates as low as 2.49%, no payments for 90 days or 84 months financing. Offer valid on new 22 or 23 models, or you can refinance your current auto loan. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. I don't want to go to bed at night dreading waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to feel like a rusty lawn chair getting out of bed and getting opened up and not being able to really move for a couple hours really throughout the day. For former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter and those dealing with daily aches and pains, QC Kinetics regenerative pain treatments are a game changer providing long lasting relief. Go into a specific joint, a specific region and then help promote that here healing process using your own body's mechanisms to heal. I mean, that's been something that's pretty powerful and there's no surgery, there's no downtime. QC Kinetics natural treatments help the body heal and restore itself. No more rusty lawn chair. It's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results. Pain relief the natural way. QC Kinetics. Call today for your complimentary consultation. Find out if you're a good candidate for treatment. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just got to have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. Hi, folks. It's David Basil out here at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. I know a lot of car dealers, but I've known Frank Fletcher for almost 20 years. He has several very successful car dealerships, and it's because of repeat business. He doesn't want to just sell you a car. He wants to be your dealer for life. To do that, you got to treat people like you want to be treated and listen to the customer so you know what they want. That's the secret of Fletcher Dodge success. They listen to you, and they treat you right without any hassles or headaches. Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood has a great selection of new Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Rams plus Frank Fletcher's low prices. You need to shop Fletcher Dodge before you buy anywhere else. So for the best selection, lowest price, and best buying experience, go see my friends at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. Or you can shop them online at FletcherDeals.com. No hassle, no stress. It's the Frank Fletcher way. Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You need to shop Fletcher Dodge before you buy anywhere else. Call and ask for Zippy. Tell him the buzz sent you. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Y'all better put him in the Heisman. You better put him up there. I'm tired of him being number, number four. We got that wood right here, baby. Somebody better look at right this guy. He's the best football player in the country, and his name's not being mentioned. Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Out of Bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday, and we'll have your Razor Hog update in a second. But, folks, i got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet, and now they have this Deal Team 6 still going on. I know June is almost up, but you got a few days to get over to Guatney Chevrolet and check out some of the great deals that they have going on, like up to $7,500 off on Silverados that are in stock with 2009 or newer trade-in, as well as $2,000 off in stock, 2023 Equinoxes, and rates on everything new, everything new, as low as 6.99%. These are the deals that you need to take advantage of when it comes to your new vehicle with Guatney Chevrolet. And they have plenty of inventory over there. If you go to the lot, check it out yourself. You'll see all the different vehicles that they have to choose from, whether it's trucks, whether it's SUVs, whether it's just cars. They got it all. And if you don't believe me, just go to their website at guatneychevrolet.com. You can shop their inventory there. But it's just so much easier to go there in person because they got a great sales team that's willing to help you out and get you in the vehicle that you want and that you can afford. And also, when you do buy your vehicle, they have the best service department, award-winning service department to bring your vehicle there to make sure that they get you taken care of and they always make sure your vehicle is good to go. So you heard it here. Don't go anywhere else. Don't look anywhere else. Guatney Chevrolet is the place right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. They are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can see them at, again, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a Trigger Tuesday, which we just went through our triggers. And I know Tyler Spoon is going to join us here in just a little bit, uh, 15 minutes roughly, as uh, we'll recap the College World Series with him. Thanks to First Horizon Bank, and it'll be his last interview with us, at least during the baseball season. But hopefully we can get back with him next year and have him back on. But with all the things going on in Razorback land, let's go ahead and get to your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, we've already heard from Eric Musselman talking about Trevin Brazil as well as Devo Davis, but here's what Eric Musselman had to say about his team right now and what they're looking like during these summer workouts. Conditioning-wise, best team I've had in eight years of coaching college basketball. Now, again, not that the mile time, the, you know, we do the mile times for a reason. It's it's one, to find out where we are conditioning. It's a mental toughness test as well. Um, everybody passed within the first or second run. That has, has not been the case in the past. We got one player that still has to pass, but... Um, he's had a slight groin, um, hamstring thing, and we don't want to rush that. But I've never had a team do it in two tries, and every single guy passed. So great from a conditioning standpoint. We've added a tremendous amount of things from an offensive standpoint. We're running some of the offense that Milwaukee Bucks ran two years ago. They're five-out spread offense. You know, we're, we're a veteran team that has a very mature approach to practice uh, and individual skill work. So um, have no idea how the season's going to unfold, but it's, it's a group that, that's very mature and, and, uh, and really comes in with a, with, a, with, a, with a mindset to try to get better. So we, we've had great practices, we really have, um, and, and, and they've had great skill works as well. Also, uh, being discussed as far as Arkansas may be having another addition to their basketball team, it looks like, at least from uh, what people are discussing, the transfer from Southern Miss, uh, DJ Harris, might be the guy. He's someone who averaged 9.6 rebounds a game this past year, 6'6", 196 pounds. He's actually from Mississippi, but played the past three years with Southern Miss. It looks like he could be an addition, whether as a walk-on or... Possibly if there's uh, some players that uh, may be struggling to get on board with it. But either way, uh, you should know about that or may keep updated about it as the day goes on. Probably will be today, but still uh, we'll keep you updated on that. But also Dave Van Horn met with the media 
and had some interesting things, especially when he's talking about the draft and the portal, how difficult that is to navigate, and also what it's looking like for the Razorbacks at this point in time. I, I'm done complaining about it, and I think every Division One coach we've talked about to are blue in the face. The draft should have been two weeks ago. Or at the very latest, maybe now, at the very latest. So at least we could move on and figure this thing out. Um, you know, we're, we don't know what's going to go on with Hayden Miller or Walker Martin. I could go on and on. Um, we are talking with them, trying to figure out what kind of money they're going to demand to sign and what they're really thinking. Do they really want to go to school? You're having all those conversations. Um, it's just what you do. And then you throw in the, the portal, the transfer portal, and they kind of tie into each other. You know, you might not want to get too many guys out of the portal so you find out you're going to lose some of your incoming class. But you have to be smart about it. And, you know, you can dream about getting all these guys. We, you know, we don't want to dream around here. We're more more about reality. And so we've we've tried to handle some things, take care of some things, and hoping we can maybe sneak one of those three or four position players are going to sign through. And we've got some other guys that are going to be really good that, are not going to be drafted or they're going to be drafted low and they're probably going to make it to school. Pitching-wise, uh, with the high school kids, you know, we're going to get some of these guys. We may lose a couple, but we're going to we're going to get a lot of them through, and there's going to be a really good pitching class. Uh, the position players, it might be a little more difficult to get some of these high-end hitters, uh, unfortunately, but we're doing everything we can to figure it out. And then, you know, that, that leads us to the portal, when we know two or three guys aren't going to get here and a couple of our guys are going to sign, you know, the ones that, that are up in the air right now are, you know, say a, a Caleb Cowley or some of these guys, are they going to come back? Are they going to, if they don't get drafted, will they take free agent money and how much would they ask for? And there's a limit and is that going to be enough to skip your, your last year? And we have a few of those guys out there. So, uh, I mean, we won't know where we're at, honestly, probably for, Maybe another three to four weeks. And finally, Dave Van Horn talking about his coaching tree with Vitello and now Wes Johnson having head coaching jobs in the SEC. Well, obviously, you know, those guys did a great job when they were here, and they've gone off and done a great job where they're at. They, they were good before I hired them. And, you know, to see them become head coaches in the Southeastern Conference, it's, you know, I'm excited for them, happy for them. And, you know, I talked to Tony a lot. Uh, you know, maybe people don't believe that, but we talk all the time. Talked to him yesterday. So, you know, happy for those guys. That's what they wanted to do when they came here. I told them if they'd come here and work hard, that I'd help them do whatever they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, they're just, it's good seeing them. Don't like competing against them, but, uh, you know, proud of them and, and happy for them. How about that? Dave Van Horn and Tony Vitello talking all the time. Even talked to him the other day. It's almost like, uh, there's still some love there and still some connections and possibly maybe I'm not even going to get into it because I start upsetting people. We don't need to do that. But that's your Razor Hog Uptape presented by True Service. We're up against the top of the hour update coming up. We'll have Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Thanks to First Horizon Bank. We'll get to his thoughts on the College World Series as well as Arkansas moving forward in the next season. And we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports in three and out. It's going to be a busy three o'clock hour, but that's what we do here on Out of Bounds on a Trigger Tuesday. So stay tuned. David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 